0: Where are we most likely to see God at work? Well, surely we see His power and glory in the spectacular. Nature shows us the grandeur of majestic mountains, of pristine beaches, huge storms, a star studded universe. The psalmist was aware of God's green pastures and still waters. Then we also find in scriptures these incredible stories a sea dividing so people can walk through on dry land. The story this morning a man born blind, able to see. And even people being raised from the dead. Sometimes we hear incredible conversion stories happening around us. Or we're aware of incredible examples of extraordinary love, of service to others. And in those kinds of situations, it's relatively easy to say, God is at work. And yet that level of divine activity is not always so common Sometimes I think, and I frequently remind others, that Scripture itself is very selective. The Bible encompasses thousands of years, and so for the average Israelite, spectacular miracles were not everyday occurrences. So where are we most likely to see God at work? Well, there is a sense in which we can see God at work anywhere if our spiritual eyes are open. Speaking of Christ, St. Paul tells the Colossians, In him, everything continues in being. That means that the active presence of Jesus in our world is what holds everything together. Neither we ourselves nor anything else can exist apart from the ongoing active work of God. It's the presence and power of God that upholds and energizes what we understand as science. Behind the rising of the sun, the orbits of the planets, a seed germinating into a plant It's all the light and the life of God. Now, we need to understand that God works in these spectacular and powerful ways. Sometimes we need to be awestruck. Occasionally we need to be humbled. It's good for us. And so knowing that God works in these ways that are beyond our comprehension is good but we also need to be able to see god at work in ways that are intimate and personally encouraging and so in our personal lives where are we most likely to see god at work well the second reading calls us to be children of light You know, there is a spiritual darkness in our world so that many people cannot, they will not see God at work. And it's a spiritual darkness that gets so many things wrong. Truth gets twisted, right and wrong become inverted, worthless things are prized, true values are disdained, God is dismissed. And every effort is made to explain how the universe is self-governing and people are free to do whatever they want to do. And that is spiritual blindness. The scriptures today show the light of God revealing those distortions and enabling all who are willing truly to be able to see. This is the bigger context of today's gospel. The blind man is every human being who needs to be able to see the glory of God. And any time that we are conscious of God being at work, grace is at work. The spirit of life, the very spirit of Jesus, is then close to us. And actually at work in us, whenever we have a time of God consciousness, God loves us so much that he wants to heal us of the blindness that keeps us from seeing God at work all the time. It's amazing and tragic That some people can see the spectacular signs of God's glory. Majestic mountains and beautiful beaches and starry, starry nights. And still have no sense of the reality of God. This is the tragedy of spiritual blindness. But we have this word today. We do not have to be always experiencing something spectacular to see God at work. Because the amazing thing is that God is at work mightily in the small things. God is at work in us every day. Wanting to heal our blindness that would prevent us from seeing Him each and every day in the story of Samuel coming to anoint David there's another kind of blindness that's at work the assumption is that God would choose those who were visibly impressive David's older brothers were strong and mature they made great first impressions They fulfilled everything that we usually look for when we're looking for a prime candidate. But David was young. Initially, he was even overlooked. They had to call him in from the shepherd field. He was not yet filled out. And when he finally showed up, I'm sure that he looked and smelled far less than impressive. And yet this young and outwardly inferior David was exactly the person that God was using mightily and would use even more in the future. Or think about the man that Jesus healed. He was a cultural nobody. The Pharisees considered him an especially marked sinner simply because he had been born blind. Consider the establishment opinion of Jesus. He was judged as a sinner because he had healed on the Sabbath. Here we are this morning. Look around. Notice the person beside you or in front of you. Take an inner look at yourself you may think that you see nothing particularly spectacular. But if you open your heart to Jesus, you'll see God at work. And if you can see that, then the grace of Jesus is removing your blindness. Look out at a world where things are not what they always seem. Look into your own soul and understand that God can do something incredible beyond what anyone else thinks. This is how we are healed of blindness. This is how you can see God at work, even in what you might think is the smallness of your life.